1: Hi everyone, it's Chatting with Nat. Yes, it's Natalie Dean, Natalie Jean, and today we have award-winning singer-songwriter Maria Dieboldt. Indianapolis native Maria Dieboldt has been garnering attention for several years for her insightful songwriting and powerful vocals. As a songwriter, Maria has been recognized by several worldwide organizations, most recently becoming a finalist in the Great American Song Contest and winning Best Pop Song from World Songwriting Awards for her newest release, Boy, Bye. Maria has performed over 100 national anthems for organizations across the country and is 2021 graduate of Butler University, earning a BA in Music Industry Studies, let's give her a round of applause. How are you,
2: Maria Maria? I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. I'm still alive. um
2: surviving a pandemic. This has been yeah uh, crazy times, crazy times, yeah, definitely. I can say the same over here
1: <laughs> uh, so. How have you been during the pandemic?
2: Um, I've been okay. It's definitely been an adjustment, especially still being in school. um mm. it kind of took away a lot of stuff from senior year that I would have liked right. um but I did get a graduation, so that's all i'm you know i'm I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Um did you get to live stream at all
2: um like for music and stuff? Yeah. Uh yeah, I did do um at least one live stream um through Blonde Entertainment who I book a lot with um in the Indianapolis area. So we did a little live stream, she did a whole like series with a lot of her um performers and stuff. So I I did one of those. So it was really a really cool experience and I watched a lot of them from other people and um just a really neat time for the music industry. Um, since we couldn't be in person, but a lot of people did live streams and um tried to keep music flowing through uh households like that. So it was pretty cool.
1: Awesome. Now I I've spoken to a lot of people during this this time on the podcast and I like to ask the question, what is the one thing you can say that you've learned about yourself, especially as an artist, uh during the pandemic? Fantastic
0: question.
2: Um, I would say Just patience with the industry um, because it's, you know, as we know, it's very ever-changing and this was such an unforeseen thing to happen. Um, And just having to be patient with a lot of things, uh, you know, I was hoping to get um, a lot of stuff done uh, throughout my time, you know, left at Butler and I didn't get the chance to because a lot of it had to be um, like in physically in the studios there. Uh, so I had to kind of be patient with my time there and um, more understanding and uh, learning that, you know, you can do just as much within the, you know, comfort of your walls that you can, uh, you know, outside as well. Since we don't have a lot of concerts anymore, you know, learning that um, you can do it from your living room or, right. you know, recording songs doesn't have to be professional. You can just do it by yourself in a bedroom. So um, just patience with learning um how this new world would work is probably my biggest thing. Um
1: during that time did you also think about um how you wanted to be perceived as an artist?
2: A little bit. I because I feel like um especially as I've you know started to grow up and as you know my college days were ending very rapidly especially because of right. pandemic kind of um stole a lot of that time, uh, it it did give me time to kind of think about who I wanted to be, um, coming out of it just because it's a really good time for, I guess, quote unquote, like reinventing, uh, since we are coming out of like a whole new era like that, um, in terms of music and stuff like that, I think just being a little bit more adult and like true to myself, um, I feel like a lot of my music is true to, like true to who I am, Right. Um, but it could definitely be more, like, reflective of who I am rather than um, commercial, uh, kind of who I am as a person and getting more deeper into, like, letting my feelings out through my music instead of just kind of keeping it on the surface, digging a little deeper with that. So I think that's kind of what I learned um, as well through the pandemic process as a songwriter and as a musician.
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of people um I interviewed, uh, said that um, they really want their music to make a difference. Like, it's okay to want to chart and have fame and all that stuff. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. great. And a lot of money comes with that. Um, but at the same time, you want to be remembered for doing something with your music, that it affected somebody mm-hmm. so much that they were, it changed their life, you know. Um, I always want my music mm-hmm. to make a difference in somebody's life. because I think it's important that we're part of a process um and music has such has so much power in it it can do so much for people so thank you for wanting to uh be an effective player in this uh music game um
2: how would you describe your music um i guess what like what it is now um what's kind of out there right now i would say it is a little bit more commercially uh done um but as i've kind of grown and like kind of um, song written more and what I'm kind of trying to do now, uh, I, I would say it's definitely, I mean, it's still very much pop. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to explore a little bit more into r and B a a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I, like what you were saying, like my biggest thing with my music is I want it to kind of be recognized as something that people can relate to. Um, and that's kind of how I want people to perceive it like relatable and um, just something that makes them feel whether it's you know like they relate to it and like oh man like I've been through this too like you know like for sad girl hours I guess is what I'm trying to say um but like with my other ones you know like more upbeat ones like just kind of uh feeling empowered and just um reaching out to people that's kind of what I would describe my music as I would say um but definitely like pop and um just kind of me as a person.
1: <laughs> awesome. So what do you think sets your music apart from anybody else's? Ooh, that's
2: a great question. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I think that everybody's music is pretty – um, set apart just based on the fact that like we're all different people and we all have like relatively the same feelings, but different voices. So I think that my voice is what kind of sets me apart. Um, I, you know, obviously I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm the best songwriter. You know, like that's what sets me apart is I'm the best of everything. Cause like, that's just, you know, not true or anything, but, um, I think that my voice and the way that I can tell people, um, stories through songs is kind of set me apart. Um, and just, you know, because pop music is pretty straightforward for the most part. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, very similar throughout, especially if you're trying to chart and trying to be, um, you know, get the masses into it. But I think that the way that you share those stories uh, through songwriting, that's how it can really be grasped and um, set apart from other people. So I would say my songwriting.
1: Well, awesome. Um that's just fantastic, uh, so <laughs> what was the moment where you were like, "Whoa, I've got to get into this music uh business. I love music, I need to be part of this. I've got to sing.
2: well it it kind of started when I was younger. um, I danced when I was like three, that's when I started, okay. and i so I've been on a stage for like ever. <laughs> Um, and I started songwriting when I was about nine or 10 and like got in the studio when I was, uh, 12, 13 years old. Um, and just that whole process, it was just Mm -hmm. such a cool feeling. Um, and just being on a stage is just such a part of me that it like, you know, I feed off the audience. So, you know, when they're having a great time and I can provide that to them, I'm going to be having a great time. Um, so I don't know if there was like a single moment necessarily, but I think it's just, kind of been over the years as I've grown as a musician and as an artist and as a songwriter, um, I think it's all just kind of fueled me more and more. Um, And I mean, we all have our days where we're like, is this, you know, is this worth it? And, you know, I to college, like is this a major, you know, like all of that stuff, just second guessing. I'm very good at that Um, and overthinking. So it's it's definitely been a process, but uh, I think over the years, you know, when I kind of just would sit down and be like, okay, you know, is this really what I want to do? And then I would think of all the other things that I could do with my life and none of them seemed interesting to me. I was mm-hmm. like, I really don't want to, you know, have the same thing happen over and over again. I want, you right. know, spontaneity and I want to impact lives, you know, more than just like on the surface. And I want to, uh, I'm a, a people person. So I want to meet people and, um, Just, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff and changing the world as much as I possibly can. And I know that music is a fantastic way to do that. Um, So just any time I sat down and, you know, was like, what else could I do? And I was like, literally nothing. This is like the only thing that I can think of that would give me any kind of, you know, happiness in my life with a career.
1: (laughs) I get it. I get it. You know, every day I'm like, ah, do I want to do this? Then something will happen. i get an email or somebody will say something yes. Mm-hmm. universe. I understand what you're telling me. I need to keep, you know, going with this stuff and it's hard yeah. but I know that it makes me happy. Yeah. So you recently got a degree in music industry studies. So what exactly is music industry
2: studies? Yeah, so I did just graduate from Butler. Um, love that school, go dog. Um uh, <laughs> So the the music industry studies program um, focuses on the music industry as a whole,
0: uh, mm. and that's kind
2: of what I was looking for while, you know, I was on the hunt for a good college and a good um, right. degree program. Um, so this, um, like audio engineering, which was a lot of programs yeah. and stuff, that's what you normally find. Um, but, right. it, but I also was able to learn a lot about, like, music history, um, you know, like, going more off of uh, like entertainment law and um, just like the history and backgrounds and stuff like that. So I was able to get a lot more of a general look into the career as a whole. Like we had um, classes where we would uh, have speakers that would come in every week and describe what they did in the industry. And it was something different every single week um, throughout the semester. And it was just a really cool way to know more than just, you know, Oh, what, you know, like there's audio engineering and like a manager and an right. artist, and there are so many more different things that you can do with the music industry, but sometimes it's hard to see past the, you know, the very surface of it. Right. Um, so that's what this degree kind of gave us a chance to do, and it gave us a chance to um Molded around what we wanted to do with our lives instead of just having it be you know singing or a guitar player or audio engineering you know if anybody wanted to be like a manager uh they could you know go at it based on that approach or graphic design for music industry you know they could go based off that so you can kind of tailor it around to what you want to do Uh with the rest of your life um which is something that i really liked because you know i already had a career kind of going and Um, I wanted it to go around that as a singer-songwriter. I wanted to be able to, you know, have it mold around what I was already doing. Um, And I I think it was very much able to do that and give me a lot of insight into more than just, uh, you know, like within the studio.
1: That's awesome. I think it's great that you got a degree in that because I was talking to a friend of mine, she manages her, actually her son. And one of the things we both Mm -hmm. agreed that when, Anybody's trying to get into the music industry, um, having a degree or learning about uh, business and music, music management, and all that stuff is key. Um, you shouldn't rely oh, yeah. on well, yeah. You shouldn't rely on other people to just do everything for you. You should. When somebody presents you with an agreement, contract, or whatever, you should actually know the stuff kind of better better than that person that's presenting it to you. You know, you should know yeah. all that.
2: No, I mean, you, you, it's, it's so important to, you know, obviously like, like what you said, have people there
0: to Mm. help you
2: because I mean, you can't, I mean, we all need a team, you know, nothing is done just by yourself. And that's another important lesson that I've had to learn throughout the years, because I want to do everything myself. I'm like, fine, just give it to me. I'll do it. Right. (laughs) Uh, But it's so important to have a team behind you. But if you don't have the basic knowledge um, enough to say, hey, this contract is unfair. I Like, even I know that, you know, knowing that for yourself and then being able to build your team based off of that because sometimes you won't always have people there, you know, depending on, you know, the situation. So, uh, no, absolutely. It's it's so important. And not anybody, you know, there are so many people who don't have degrees in the music industry, which is fine. You know, like I originally didn't want to go to college either. I get it. Um, right. But I think that kind of gives a leg up on um, just knowledge about the industry and, you know, utilizing it as a business and acknowledging it as a business and like going forth with that mindset is so helpful because it is a business. It's music, but it's also, you know, contracts and payments yeah. and agreements and all this stuff. So it's it's a lot deeper than what it seems and knowing that and knowing how to deal with that is just as important as being able to do you know your skill and your craft in the industry
1: amen amen this business is hard um
2: <laughs> a lot
1: of work a lot and i and i think that a lot of people yeah. don't really understand that especially if you do everything yourself and you have you know your social media you have to promote your music you have to get people to mm-hmm.
0: this,
1: it, it takes a lot of money and you're not even breaking even because of the fact that you're not getting paid that much on streaming because a lot of people that's what they do now they yeah. stream don't buy music anymore um and you're not yeah
2: you're not cutting even not cutting even
1: that's the worst
2: part not but, at all <laughs> uh,
1: the other thing is that people need to start understanding there's so many different avenues for music thinking like this huge it's huge right now and I'm telling everybody oh, yeah. Look, it's great to tour. It's great to do. You want to promote your music online? Fine. But if you're trying to make real money, try to get your music in sync. You know, licensing, documentaries, TV commercials, whatever. Try to get it yes. in there because that's where you're really going to make the money. Unless you you have a tour that's set, and you you can sell merchandise and CDs and all kinds of things like that. Then you you got to think outside of the box. You know, and I also tell Absolutely. people. If you have a specific genre that you're really good at, stick to that genre. But if you can do several genres, try it. Because the more versatile mm-hmm. you are, the more stuff you can get your music into. You know, I do multiple genres. And I'm able, I'm still mm-hmm. trying to get you know, my, my music into singing licensing, which is, is tough. But still, it's still a different avenue where we can get our music. And, and, and just
2: yeah, do absolutely
1: a lot more. Um. So we're going to play your song Boy Bye. Tell me what that's
2: about. Yay. Um, so it's kinda of funny. So this was one of the first songs that I've released that kinda of has like a story behind it and isn't just like something I made up in my head. Um, it's it's basically about like going and like being in like either a party or a bar or something and Um, a guy that just like will not leave you alone and you're like you know what I am not here for you I'm not looking good for you I am here for myself I'm with my friends I just want to like look good and be by myself I'm not trying to impress you I'm not trying to like go home with you like Mm. get out of my face boy bye type situation um and that's basically what happened was we were my friends and I were um at a party and we were just like in our little group, you know, like how girls are in like little circles. and um, There was a very, very intoxicated man uh, trying very hard with every single one of us. One of us would be like, no, we're not interested. He'd go to the next. And I was just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, come on, like take a hint type of deal. So that's kind of where this came from. I had that in my head for this. So um, I just thought it was such a funny concept. And um, I, I think it, you know, it's a good song and catchy and, you know. Boy, bye type deal. So,
1: I like it because so many of us could use that. To say that because there's so many oh, people right. don't don't understand when you just don't want to talk to them and they keep trying. It's like, dude, get out of my face. All right, well we're gonna like have I work
2: uncomfortable.
1: Yes, exactly. And I have a story to tell after we come back from listening to that song. Ooh, uh, yeah. We'll have a smart <laughs> and then we'll play the song.
2: Hi, this is Nikki Chris, and I host a podcast called Mixin' It. Mixin' It focuses on women in the music, entertainment, and the performing arts. Our goal is to provide an avenue for industry veterans and -and up-and-coming artists, musicians, engineers, and producers to showcase their talent. Listen to Mixin' It on Monday Music Madness at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Sim Radio Network.
1: Is that on Spotify? Thank you. Sorry? Is it on
2: Spotify? It is. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, all that, all that fun stuff.
1: That's almost like a, because I have a female empowerment playlist. I'm going to add it there. Um, Ooh, thank you. Cause I like that. I like that. So um, many, 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 many. I have to say that many years ago. Uh, many, many years ago, when I used to go to the clubs with my friends. Um, uh, one, in, I had one incident. Well, I had, I've had several incidents, but anyway, uh, <laughs> where I was at a bar and this this guy was hitting on me, and I just I wasn't interested. But he wouldn't stop, and I was, he wouldn't stop harassing me. To the point that yeah. because I was telling him no, he threw um, a glass of a drink in my face. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, my God. I always forget about the incident. But anyway, um, I was so <laughs> shocked. And then I, um, I went to the bouncers or whoever, the security, and it was just like, this is what this guy did. Mm-hmm. All I did. I just rebuffed his advances, and I just don't understand. And they kicked him out the guy was like I come here Good. all the time but they're like you can't because she said no you can't keep you can't do that just because I told them no can you imagine yeah um
2: yeah that's annoying <laughs> I don't like that It is,
1: and the in the song <laughs> that rings true I mean I could hear that song in like um you know, a young love story. Yeah, I mean, I could see, hear it in like a high school show, and yeah. that person is rebuffing this person's uh, advances. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just incredible how some men, I guess some women too, I don't know, um, they just don't mm-hmm. listen. It's like, dude, you're like, no, yeah. or do do that or whatever. You're just like, I'm not into you. Leave me alone. That is right. I mean. The other thing that bugs me is when people I don't know call me babe or sweetheart, especially when men yeah. do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I got I, I, I was
2: It's, the, it's just crazy. I think the babe is the one that would get me. I I don't like that at all. Like I have a friend who's from the South and him, you know, calling people like you know, like sweetie or sweet, like that's fine. You know, like I get that. Like, you know, cause that's like where he's from. He's from the South. So, like, you know, that's what they do. But if you come up to me and you're like, Hey baby, how you doing? I'm going to be like, go away. Don't like yeah. that.
1: It's just, it's ridiculous. I was at um, a 7-Eleven um, one time and the cashier was calling me baby. And I was like, don't call me that. I said, the only people that call me yeah. that are people that I know or terms of, or, or, Or somebody I'm intimate with or whatever. And um, and this guy behind me was trying to explain what he was doing. And I'm like, dude, this is none of your business. And I said, I'm trying to get some respect. And this is disrespectful to me. And the guy just kept on. The guy behind me just kept on and on and on. And it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. I said, well, you were raised differently. And I asked for Mm -hmm. respect that's the end of the story. I don't need to hear this. Ma- it was just I just I just don't get it. I just don't get it.
2: You said, "Dude, you're digging yourself a you're digging yourself a deeper grave. Stop."
1: Exactly. It's just, "Oh my god. Anyway, I was just, mm-mm. okay. i could um, thought about this forever. <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, so what do you enjoy most about being an artist?
2: I really like the songwriting and the whole like recording process um, it can be a little difficult sometimes. And, you know, like people are not always you know the best. And um, especially, you know, considering it's like a male dominated industry still. So it's hard for like, you know, I'm five feet, so I'm very small. And I try to go in and like dictate and give my opinions and it can be really intimidating at times. And um, I I think that's something that's challenging. Um, but I absolutely love going into the studio any time that I've gone in and like um recorded or like finished a song. I mean, my mom can attest for this. Most times I'm coming out and I'm like, Oh my god, I forgot how much I love doing that and yeah. you know, it's just it's so much fun. Uh like hearing, you know, my ideas and my songs come to life is so neat. Um, and then I, I also just really like meeting people and performing and um that aspect of it there's there's a lot of stuff that you know like collectively uh, mm-hmm. obviously i very much like you know like the impact that music can have and um you know hearing from people like oh i love this song like it like it makes me feel so good like having mm-hmm. you know an emotional reaction to songs is you know super neat and getting to meet people through that is um just the best and you know uh, but yeah, I, I would say one of the biggest ones for me is um, the songwriting process and recording process. Definitely one of my faves.
1: And what are your thoughts on the whole female empowerment movement in regards to the music industry? I mean, we we've made some strides, but we still have yet um, a lot of strides to go. It's crazy. Thank
2: it's music. I just, I just don't get it. It's music, people. It's music. I know. Well. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, throughout my, uh, time in college, like I've, I, and I won't be able to get these offhand cause it's been, um, like a couple of years to like, you know, like half a year or whatever. And, um, and all that, but I, I have written like a couple of papers on it. I've written, I've, you know, did a speech on it, you know, mm-hmm. for my last semester of college and stuff, just because it's, it is something that needs to be acknowledged. And, um, you know, it's, while it is getting a little bit better and there are movements like um, something that I followed for a while is she is the music um, yeah, and yeah. And, and I mean, they, you know, people like them are trying to make strides with it and um, help women get more opportunities. But it, I mean, you know, it it's just kind of, you just got to keep working on it and mm. chipping away at it because we do still have so much to go, but I think, you know um, you know, the, like the Grammys this year, you know, made some strides on that as well. You know, with all the winners and everything, and um, I mean, it's just something that, yes, yeah, like you, like we said, like needs to be chipped away at. It we still have so far to go, but I think once you know, I think just making an, a conscious effort to acknowledge that it takes all kinds of minds um, right. to make any situation great, and music isn't any different. I mean, it's something that's universal. I mean, there is not one person on the planet that doesn't like some type of music. And, you know, the best songwriter could be, you know, a she, a he or they, and it, you know, it doesn't matter who they are. You know, it could be anybody. And, you know, if you're blocking a specific person out because of their gender or, you know, sexual orientation or, or skin color, anything like that, you know, you're not going to get the best product that you can get. It's the same in any kind of, you know, environment and any kind of business. Um, Because like we said, music is a business. So you kind of have, you know, you have to be conscious and aware of who you bring in and who you accept and um, just making sure that, you know, your team and songwriting people and, you know, all this stuff that it is diverse because, you know, the more diverse we have our teams and our environments, the more creative and exceptional our Product and our songs and the industry itself is going to be. So I think making strides on that is going to be, we're, we're working on it. And I think that we'll get there at some point, but um, just, you know, continuing to work on it every single day and making strides on that is super important.
1: I mean, I was shocked to hear in one of my podcasts, because I really did. Well, I knew a little bit about it in the news uh, at one point in the, in the country music scene that, you know, they were only playing, you know, one woman, to every 50 guys that they were playing on the radio station and I was just oh I my just god by that because it's music <laughs> so yeah I, don't understand. I, I know and, and Nikki and I recently had a uh conversation with um the digital divas and you know we we're just like what is it about women that people are so afraid of um And you know, the answer is not necessarily about fears. Just like you know, back in the day, you know, if there was an opportunity for one, you had like 50 women for that one opportunity. There weren't that many opportunities uh, back then. But now, you know, we're still—it almost seems like we're still fighting for the that one opportunity, even though there's a lot more opportunities opening up. But it's because we've had to fight to get those opportunities uh, to be able to be seen and yeah. heard. I just
2: don't, I just don't get it. I just don't
1: get it. I guess women, I just believe that uh, they see women as uh, a powerful unit. I think we are powerful. I think that we can do so much and mm-hmm. that, you know, put a, putting us um, behind people rather than next to them is just totally ridiculous.
2: You know, just, Yeah. It's- it's- you know they're mute, they're trying to mute us, and we're you know exactly we have so much talent and so many things to bring to the table and table and to offer, and you know sometimes they try to mute us, and we are just way too loud to be muted. So, <laughs> so they try, and you know I personally will not be muted. So if somebody tries to, it's, I'm so sorry for you.
1: <laughs> exactly. No, I love that. Um. What is your writing process like? Like, how do you start writing a song?
2: Uh, so I don't actually play any instruments, which is not good. But uh, if anybody's listening that wants to be a songwriter, I encourage you to play instruments. It's not something that, like, brings me joy. I'm a perfectionist, so I'm somebody that wants to get it right away, and I just haven't had the patience get down and learn them. Um, but so how I normally write is uh, I I come up with the melody and the lyrics, myself um a lot of times I can hear um the music that I want and like the instruments and what I want it to sound like in my head so like I kind of have like a full song going on Mm -hmm. um within my head that it's hard to get it out because I don't play anything and I'm still kind of learning like the engineering process and the producer process um so it's hard to get that out um but I have you know super talented people to help me um you know I'm Like, right after this, I'm going to be doing um, a session where I'm getting, like, chords done with uh, an old professor of mine and a friend of mine who I have been performing with lately. Uh, So that's kind of how I get the music out. But um, in terms of just what I do, it's, you know, melody and lyrics are in my head, and I can do that. It takes anywhere from, uh, you know, like a couple hours to maybe like a couple days to finish the song. Okay. um it's something that comes very naturally and easy to me so
1: that's awesome i'm like you um my vocals are my uh my instrument um
2: yep
1: i work with a wonderful music producer alexi von Guggenberg, who's done 99.9% of my songs um but i also like you i uh come up with the melody in my head i know the instruments that i want and I usually record it in a, on my phone and stuff like that, and I'll go to him and I say, okay, this is mm-hmm. what the song to sound like, you know, I start out by uh, writing the chorus, and then I work around the chorus with the lyrics so that I can build a story. But I like to write the way that yeah. I want. Things I write, like it's a poem, sometimes I'll do the, cor- the verse, verse, chorus, uh, verse, verse, bridge, chorus, stuff like that. But I, I like to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with you. I think it's essential to learn how to play an instrument. I don't play an instrument. I've had a smart keyboard yeah. in a for about five years that I was supposed to learn. I've been procrastinating. Life happened. And I was like, this year is the <laughs> year. I'm going to take that out of the box. Hopefully it still works. Because um, you can hook up your iPod to it, and it'll teach you how to play. I think yeah. having been able to do to perform by yourself. And I tried the guitar, but I felt like a contortionist my body was just like, no, um, no, you want this arm to go where? And then I just didn't feel comfortable, but I love the guitar. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I definitely want to learn how to play something. Um, I'll definitely learn how to play the keyboard. Um, So we're going to play your song, Ink. What is that about?
2: Yeah. So Ink is kind of, uh, there's no story for this one, unfortunately. (laughs) It's just kind of what I made up. Um, But it's, about it's another relationship song as you know most of them are uh just about being in a situation with somebody where like you know that you know there there are situations within your relationship that you know aren't the best and like there may be somebody else for you but you know you just can't Mm. get rid of them you can't unstick them from you like you're just kind of stuck with them Um, as much as you try to let go and um, like, you know, I guess in, for lack of a better term, like do better for yourself, you know, yeah. you just end up going back to them because that's just kind of where your heart is. Like they're just stuck on you and um, yeah. you just kind of accept it. So that's and it. All right. <laughs> Let's play this
1: song. <laughs> yeah i love that one too you're just phenomenal love it thank all thank you <laughs> um now you uh so i see that you won uh some some awards um so great american song contest uh is one of the ones that i've entered myself uh <clears throat> this mm, this past year i also got um outstanding Achievement in songwriting, I think in the adult contemporary um, division. I was shocked actually.
2: Congratulations! That, thank
1: you, is a friend that contacted me to tell me about it. Because it like I didn't know when they were going to announce um, the winners on that thing. I've been entering that one for a long time. I always tell people. That they should just enter their stuff because it's another way to market your music. You know, I don't always expect anything out of these contests. You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you get nominated, sometimes you're finalist, sometimes you win. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an, an, another way for somebody to hear your music and you just don't know what can happen. They could say, Oh my God, I love this person. I want to collaborate with this person. And that's what's mm-hmm. happened with me. I've had people reach out and say, Oh, I love your music. Let's collaborate.
2: Yeah. I mean, I also don't expect to get anything out of it. I mean, it's, you know, so much fun just, you know, seeing the people who do get it and learning from them and being like, okay, so like, you know, what about their song, you know, you know, was the best out of all of them and um, kind of learning from that as well. But I mean, I'm honored to have gotten a lot of the awards that I have, that I have.
0: Mm. Um, I
2: obviously, again, I don't expect it. uh, But I mean, it's it's, super cool because it just you know it re- reaffirms that i'm on the right path that i you know just to right. keep doing what i'm doing and that you know i i'm doing the right thing for myself
1: now tell us about uh your new brand ambassador for super zero and women in music <laughs> um
2: yeah so i'm not like a brand ambassador for like uh anything with music or anything um right. that's just one of my passions as we've okay. kind of talked about before um, but yeah, I recently, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, had been, re- I had been, um, contacted about becoming an ambassador for super zero, which is, um, like a hair product company that fights against mm-hmm. the use of plastic. Um, so I don't know a whole lot about, um, like environment and all that kind of stuff, but I've wanted to learn more for a while. Um, okay study up on it and this is a fantastic way to do it obviously
0: um
2: but uh and and i haven't posted anything yet but i plan on doing it now i wanted to kind of introduce it on this podcast if you will um but yeah so they don't use any plastic or water waste um they try to minimize like the carbon footprint um Mm -hmm. and offset you know anything that they can avoid using um so just typical like shampoo and conditioner bottles um, are normally like what i've used with the plastic and everything and a lot of them have you know a lot of water which is why they have to use plastic um, and so this company uses um, plant-based products they're vegan non-toxic and cruelty-free and they come in uh, compostable um, recycled and recyclable um, like boxes and their mm-hmm. bars which is interesting because i'm used to you know the regular uh, shampoo stuff you know your are uh, liquid and everything so um so i i use the bars now and um i've used it a couple of times and it's it's been pretty cool um and i've really enjoyed it so i i uh recommend anybody to uh to check them out and use some of their products because i've really enjoyed it so far
1: awesome sauce well maria thank you for being on chatting with nat it's been awesome and an honor having you on my show i love your music I think you're going to go very far with your music. Obviously, I'm going to follow you on all your social media. i trying to add your song to my playlist because I, I love it. Um, and next time, yeah, we need to set up a time for you to do an IG Live
2: so everybody can see you. Absolutely. I would love that.
1: All right. Awesome sauce. All right. That was Maria Diebold. Um, you can find her on www.musicbymaria.com. You can find her on Instagram, Maria, music by Mar- And Facebook, Maria d Twitter, she's music underscore by underscore Maria. You, or just simply Google her. You'll find her. It's been an awesome, 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 awesome time with Maria. And we can't wait to have her back. Um, signing off with Chatting with Nat. Until next time.